you have labor questions? They have answers. Bill Holfeld and Joe Maniscalco. Labor Press's Blue Collar Buzz. Welcome back to Labor Press's Blue Collar Buzz here on AM 970 The Answer. I'm your host, Joe Maniscalco, senior editor at LaborPress.org, and with me is publisher Neil Tapel and uh, the guys, some, some guys from the Count Me In campaign. We have uh, Bernard Caligari, Brian Hauser, and Marvin Tavares. Guys, thanks for coming back, and let, let's continue the conversation. We're talking about you know where the Count Me In campaign is going. Right now, I think it's every Tuesday, Bernard, outside of uh, Related's offices at Columbus Circle. You've been getting tremendous, uh, you know, support and turnout there. I'm interested in in what kind of interactions you have just with people, you know, passing by in the streets. And do you have an opportunity to engage with people and talk about what's happening? Funny you should ask. Um, while me and Brian were waiting outside for Marvin to come before we came up to uh, electricians that you know we know from up at the Hudson Yards stopped and said, "I want to thank you guys for everything that you guys are doing." Um, you know, with this movement, and you know, we were just standing outside. You know, I was in the gym the other day, and a local one elevator constructor came up to me out of nowhere and said, "Hey, you're the guy from Count Me In," and you know, so that stuff didn't really happen to me before. I know the couple of times I've been out there covering this, Neil. Uh, I met uh, uh, quite a few, a number of guys from uh, from IB IBW Local Three. You know, spiking, striking spectrum workers who went out there to support you guys because they understand the the, the larger picture and what's happening in this country. And and, and I, if I could just add, you know, when you bring up the spectrum workers, um. I can't help but to think about how right before the holidays, and I know the gentlemen that are here with me participated in this as well, because of what was going on with the striking spectrum workers at that time, back in November, I believe the number was around 700 striking spectrum workers mm-hmm. were basically adopted, sponsored by the building trades workers that right. were part of the Count Me In movement to help them and their families get through the holidays. So when we talk about Count Me In, that's the essence of what Count Me In is doing in this movement. People are becoming responsible to one another. And it's definitely more than just a campaign. It's definitely a way of life and a way of treating each other and getting to know each other better and really digging deep down and caring about each other more and realizing that we need to come together to win this war. And I know a lot of uh, this has to do with trying to appeal to non-union guys. I know that, you know, there's, there's a lot of anger out there, but I, I know uh, from times I've been out there, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of empathy for, for non-union workers. And like, you're telling, you know, you're not demonizing these guys. You, like, you want them to come into the fold and, and you know, help join the movement. Well, it's, it's definitely not, not the non-union workers' fault. Right. It's definitely the, the person that's in, that's in charge of them that tries to use them and e- exploit them because they have no defense like we have. You can't go after me and not expect to we know, witness 3,000 of my brothers and sisters, or should I say 100,000 of my brothers and sisters going after you. Now, they don't have that same defense. So that's why we have to make sure that we continue to grow Count Me In and turn it into a countrywide movement where you know, labor just takes a stand and goes against everybody that's trying to take us down. And I, I think that's exactly where it's going. I see that more and more. The Count Me In... Is, is encompassing everyone. And, and I, off the air, we, we spoke about a particular contractor. He stole money from non-union, 500 workers. He stole from 500 workers. Count Me was right there supporting the non-union workers as brothers. That's what Count Me In is. 
Well, you see, if you look over in Europe and France, you know, it's not uncommon to see thousands of, of striking workers in the street, you know, showing their solidarity. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that we could have thousands, tens of thousands of people in this country here in the streets fighting for labor rights? Oh, definitely. I, I, th- I think that's exactly what we're going to have, Joe. Um, I had the privilege to go to the National Building Trades Conference uh, recently, and I witnessed an amazing sight. Um, every general president from the International Building Trades all stood up together, and um, President McGarvey assured us all in the audience that they could definitely count him in and the building trades all across the country. So um, we're just getting warmed up, and I hope Related realizes what they started because we're coming for him. And uh, just to add on to what Hauser said, uh, you know, local 19 sheet metal workers, um, local 112 sheet metal workers, and other trades, they've been coming down to the Thursday rallies. So if you don't think that this is not growing, this is a prime example that the masses are starting to pay attention to what's going on in New York City and actually starting to look at their own backyard and notice that this is a real epidemic. Broken shop is it's nothing but a union-busting tactic that's taken away from so many hardworking Americans that are truly the best-skilled workers in this entire country. And what they're trying to do is just, you know, basically kill our union density in every city. So exactly what happened in Michigan you know, you notice what they, what they did with the prevailing wage. You know, some of our members, they think that, you know, we're the strongest union city, and we really are, but we have to pay attention to what's going on in the entire country because anything that happens there, they're going to try to use that over here because we're the head. And if, if, if you want to kill union labor, you're going to start in New York City and work your way out. So, you know, what, what they just started here, they just started a, a worker movement that's just going to grow. And, you know, I'm proud to say I'm a, I'm a New York City union construction worker. And you know what? I'm just truly proud each and every day to get up and go to work. Is there communication with other cities and other building trade organizations outside of New York? So let me just say, because I, I know this is airing, right? And, and I want to be mindful that we don't um, lay our plans out for the whole campaign, for the world, our enemies to see. Um, so the one thing that I, I do want to say with that being said, right, is that the, the way this movement is growing is not by happenstance, right? Um, you know, the director of the campaign, Mike Hellstrom, you know, right in the beginning, I remember the conversation and, and I disagreed in the moment, right? I didn't understand why it was so important for us to take baby steps, right? And, and he used the analogy that solidarity had gotten hit by a car and it's healing in the building trades. You don't put solidarity then in the ring with the champion, the first fight, right? So you you grow. And and I think that's what's happening. So when we talk about this becoming a nationwide movement and, you know, the question that you asked, have we spoken? The answer is yes, right? I was on a conference call with folks from different international unions. And if, if they are listening, if our enemies are listening, I want them to know that we are very well thought out in how this movement is going to grow. We, we are not going to spread our tentacles too far, right? We're going to build a foundation here in New York City with the New York City building construction trade unions, and we're going to go from there. And right now, we, we don't know necessarily that we're there, right? Um, when we get 15,000, 20,000 folks to come out once a month and 50,000 to come out within a spur of a moment, 
I think that's when we're going to know that we're there. So for now, I think we're in a really good place. We had 15,000 come to Union Square. Um, it was awesome, right? The, the governor was there. You know, right before that, we had about 10,000 in 7th mm -hmm. Avenue, took the streets. You know, before that, we had 3,500, right? So the numbers are growing, and that's what we want, because all too often, we're a, a flash in the pan. We can come out with 20,000. We know we did it for 1447. We had 30,000 people down the city hall, but we don't want to do that and then decline. Mm -hmm. We want to build a movement that continues. So can you talk about, uh, just specifically Hudson Yards, you know, where the, where the, what's going on there as, as far as construction? Like I said, I think we're six years into it. They're getting ready to go into phase two. Uh, you know, how does what, what you guys are doing uh, affect whatever building plans are left to remain there. I mean, I know that there's a lawsuit out there, you know, there's, there's contracts that have to be signed. I mean, uh, you know, this, this, what you're doing applies some kind of pressure to, to developers to, you know, to make a decision to decide, you know, which way they're going to go. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit about just the, the, the building timeline, what's going on down there? Well, as of right now, it looks like 50 Hudson Yards is going, and it's um, predominantly non-union, mm. and it's going really, really slow, to say the least. Um, I don't think it's a secret that if they tried to build 50 Hudson Yards or the West Yards without union labor, that it would be impossible. And I think that's why their strategy is not to build it non-union. Their strategy is to build an 80% union or 90% union and pick off one union at a time as the, they, I guess, have a plan to continue to educate or train the non-union world, you know, so maybe in 20 years or whatever their plan might be, um, they would be able to build a project like that non-union. But as of right now, they're gonna have a really hard time building 50 Hudson Yards without us. You know, Neil, I, I, I want people to understand that when they pass by Hudson Yards and they realize what, what's mm -hmm. happened there, they should also remember that it's their money. I mean, that that project has like hundreds of millions of dollars in public funding and tax breaks and everything that allowed that thing to go up. So it's not just it's not just from the largest of the developers saying, "Oh, look, we're providing these jobs." No, it's the people sitting in New York invested in these jobs. So they should have a direct say on the quality of those jobs. Yeah, and I, it's disappointing that uh, the mayor is not there to support us. I just believe I know a lot of. A lot of the top uh, uh, labor leaders don't want to say that, but I am saying it. I'm, I'm disappointed, disappointed at our present mayor and, and his um, not being with us. Well, as we all know, change comes from the bottom up. It always has and always will. Bernard, we have about 30 seconds left. Uh, give us a final thought before we leave. Well, for anyone that's listening, and I'm sure there's a lot of people going to listen to this show, um, I want to thank Marvin and Brian for, you know, taking time off the clock um, to come down here. They're a true activist. And like you just said, Joe, right, change starts from the bottom up. Um, I think this campaign has done a lot of things, and, and one of the main things that it's done is it's put our leaders in positions to be better leaders. And I want to encourage uh, any of the members of the Building Trades to come out. And if you can't come out to the rallies, uh, specifically Tuesday afternoon, 3.30, 10 Columbus Circle, and Thursday morning, 6 a.m., 34th and 10th. Uh, if you're too far away and it doesn't make sense, there's a lot you can do. You can share stuff on Facebook. You can go on Instagram, Twitter and come visit the website. All right, great, guys. I think we have to leave it there. We've been speaking with uh, members of the Count Me In campaign, 
And uh, make sure you come on back after these messages for more Blue Collar Buzz here on AM 970 The Answer. You're listening to Labor Press on AM 970 The Answer. 